Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. Today on Ranger Command Power Hour. All right, I gotta open up the show notes and junk like that, so give me a sec. All that junk. All that junk. And all that jazz. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I, sorry, I, I, I don't know why. I don't know why. And all that jazz. I was watching clips <laughs> from Chicago on YouTube for some reason last night. <laughs> I guess I was feeling nostalgic. Uh, for 1920 Chicago. <laughs> well, okay, so we're doing the fate. The fate of light speed. Don't fight on light speed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say? <laughs> <laughs> what she said, the way she said it. Uh, are you okay? Stop dying. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, God. Uh, take a long weekend take a at work. S- sip of water. <laughs> I've got my water and my Coke Vanilla Zero. Oh. Oh, my God. That sounds so good right now. Holy sh- I didn't know they still made that. <laughs> they do. I have like a whole case of it. It's good. Well, how are you guys doing? I've got to process, Eric. What do you got to process? Got to take a sip of water. Got to put lip balm on. These are important podcast things that people need to do. Yeah, she's got a whole routine she's got to go through. Yeah, I do. No, I'm like, I'm like dead serious. I do it every single time. <laughs> Gotham is its own little else world. So we kind of just ignore it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know what we shouldn't ignore is recording an episode. Yeah. I didn't know we were doing the Flaro cave again. Uh, Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) And now on Ranger Command Power Hour. Ay-yay-yay-yay-yay! It's the Ranger Command Power Hour! And guess what, Zordon? Some other phony alphas have been trying to do my voice! Ay-yay-yay-yay-yay! The Power Rangers will never forgive them! Today on the Power Hour, Extra Episode 45, Rangers Commentary, Listener's Choice, Lightspeed Rescue, The Fate of Lightspeed, News and More, recorded on November 19th, 2018. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. Some Ranger up with your hosts, I'm Eric, also known as TrekkieB47. I'm AP, also known as Secret Ranger Fan. And I'm Zach, also known as Hollywood. This extra episode is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more about supporting Ranger Command Power Hour. Thanks to our $5 and above patrons, Juan S., Doug F., Christopher M., Derek G., Tyler W., Teresa B., and Jacob P. for supporting us this month. Hey, guys. Hey! 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 Good to be back together. Yes. Yes. Together we are more. <laughs> Eric, you have to let go. It's not 2017 anymore. No, I Don't refuse to let me. go. I refuse to let go of this movie. Don't remind <laughs> me of the lack of sequel. Yeah. Listen, Ugh. it's okay. Hasbro's going to come through clutch. We're going to get a whole new movie. It'll be fine. But I like the 2017 I, I movie. Uh, I don't want it to go. Okay, listen, Doctor Who. <laughs> but yeah power rangers power rangers power is yes. cool <laughs> but i'm glad that we can like nerd out about anything so that's yeah. good 
We just need to be an all-purpose nerding podcast with a heavy... No, we don't. No, we're good, we're good with Power Rangers. <laughs> all right. I think the biggest news of the past week is the leak for the Lightning Collection from Hasbro Wave yes. 1. What's going to yes. be in it? Oh, my God. So Power Ranger Talk on Twitter found listings through Amazon. And we have Mighty Morphin Power Rangers White, which was debuted at Power Morphicon. And looks amazing. And looks amazing. MMPR Pink. Lord Zed. Awesome. I'm down for it. Magna Defender. So out of left field, I love it. I think it's more of like, hey, look, this character's relevant again because of Beyond the Grid kind of a oh, thing. Oh, yeah, true. Oh, yeah. yeah, now that you think of it. Yeah. Shadow Ranger. When I saw this, me and half, half the, internet the internet were like, <laughs> Eric, where is Eric? We need to get a hold of Eric. <laughs> and you're sitting watching a movie with the wife like, oh. I wasn't watching a movie. I was oh. with dinner with friends and, and oh. Teresa and my phone died at like <laughs> probably 15 minutes before this news So released. your phone wasn't even blowing up or anything. Nope. You were You were blissfully unaware. I was blissfully unaware. And then <laughs> I'm driving back home and I'm like, oh, well, my phone's dead, so I should charge it. I charge my phone and two minutes later, I get a call from Chris and he's like, hey, man. I'm like, yeah, what's going on? And he's like... Have you noticed that your notifications are blowing up? And I, I mean, I, I'm not checking Twitter when I'm driving, but I did notice there was like 20 plus <laughs> notification thing on Twitter. I'm like, oh, shit, something must be going on. Yeah. He's like, why would so many people be blowing up your phone? I don't know. And he's like, it's something about the lightning collection. He's like, lightning collection wave one is leaked. Why would people be blowing up your phone? I'm like, no. Shadow Ranger? <laughs> Like, are you freaking kidding me? And he's like, nope. I'm like, my boy Shadow Ranger is on wave Uh one. I mean, it was, uh, I am amazingly happy, finally. I'm excited for you, but then I'm also excited because they're doing, like, the civilian head swap situation with these. Oh, my God. They need a doggy Kruger head. I'm not even lying. They better have it. It's so funny, too, because, like, so I got off work and like got into the car and I was like, oh, while well, I'm riding in the car because, you know, I don't drive. And I pull up Twitter and I'm like in the thread that we're all talking and like, what's the, what are they talking about leak? What leak is this? And like, I have to go back through my timeline <laughs> to find, oh, the lightning collection first wave leaked. And I'm like, OK, what do we got? I'm like, oh, OK, neat. Yeah, MMPR pink. OK, sure. They're going to go for some more MMPR. Oh, Dino Charge Red. That's pretty cool. Beast Morphers. Shadow, Shadow, Shadow Ranger. Shadow Ranger. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't wait for the accessories. I'm thinking there has to be the sword in like the closed rusted mode and then the open sword. Mm-hmm. And they said that there's going to be effects parts. I want like sword slash effects, maybe some kind of flame or a, a judgment mode thing. Yeah. My God. Like anything. The morpher needs to be. Uh, an extra accessory for him, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dino Charge Red, mm-hmm. Beast Morphers Red, mm. and Beast Morphers Gold. I'm, like, jazzed for those because of the civilian heads, too. We have not gotten any civilian figures since, like, the Saban era. Since Disney era, Mystic Force had the civilian head figures. They 
did. Yeah, there was the action figure line that you could swap out their heads. Okay. The only other time I think they did it was... Those little samurai sets. Still, like, I'm excited for the newbies to get, like, civilian head figures. Because, like, we haven't seen those in a while. I mean, how awesome is it if you're an actor on the show and they scan your head 3D and then you're literally an action figure? Not just the character, your ranger that you play, but it's your actual face on a toy. That's awesome. They better be paying them more money for that, though. I hope so. Like a likeness type fee, because I remember for a while there, for some reason, they weren't, I want to say there was some kind of stipulation in the contract that said they weren't gonna get much extra money for that. I don't know, but I I mean, I hope Hasbro, like, hooks them up. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm sure, because I I think I kind of remember what you're talking about, AP. I think that was more of a Saban-era thing. Overall, what do you guys think about this lineup? I'm excited. It's solid. Yeah. yeah. You've got a good mix of old and new, and and I'm definitely looking forward to it. Yep. I really like the mix, because even though three out of the eight figures are Mighty Morphin, they still manage to make every era of Power Rangers represented in this first wave. The Saban, Ooh. original Saban, you've got Disney in there. You've got Neo Saban, and you've got the Hasbro era. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much everything is in there. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. And there's another figure listed with PRG. A lot of people are assuming that's Power Rangers Generations label, but it's just called Ultrazord. So no one knows if that's some kind of mini figure of the MMPR Ultrazord. Is Ultrazord the name of the Beast Morpher Zord? No one really knows. It's kind of up in the air. Joshua Aaron Moore at Kentucky Jam wanted to know, uh, we all know Shadow Ranger was at the top of your list. I want to know who's at the top now for the Lightning Collection. Let's say they do a wave two. What do you all want for the Lightning Collection? Your your dream figure. Uh. Do I even have to answer this? <laughs> Just humor us. <laughs> Let me humor you, okay? Lightspeed yellow. Exactly. Like, or, or just any light speed, realistically. Like, I'll take any of them. I want the civilian head for, like, all of them. Oh my god, that would be so great. They were the only one out of the Saban era that didn't get civilian head figures. Right. Oh, that's true. Just that Tommy figure, when they showed off the civilian head at Power Morphicon, that likeness was really good. Yes. Hasbro's Marvel Legends line has been killing it with actor licenses lately. Like, the whole reason I got an Ant-Man figure was because it's Paul Rudd, like his face. Mm -hmm. And it looks really good. (laughs) (laughs) Lightspeed would be awesome. Zach, what's your, like, second tier pick after Shadow? For some reason, I'm just thinking of like a figure that would have really good application for this line, and Green Samurai Ranger comes to mind from Ninja Storm. Oh yeah, and then you can have like the two helmet. Yes, yeah, like you could have yeah. a removable vest, a, a helmet that spins around. And that would be a really cool figure, I think. That would be awesome. And you can have the little hamster dude. Yeah, you can have a little sensei. Yeah, a little sunset. The little hamster. <laughs> the little hamster dude. <laughs> my my brain is mush right now. So. Yeah, sensei. Yeah, you could have sensei on there. That'd be cool. That really would be cool. There's just a lot of potential. When they said all of that at Power Morphicon, when they listed all the features, come on. It's like effects parts 
and swappable heads and it's just yeah. it's so cool it's everything that we've ever wanted it's like everything we wanted in the legacy collection yeah but like never got <laughs> <laughs> yeah so hopefully lord zed is not a build a figure i hope he's a legitimate release because you could do his staff you could have that weird boa constrictor that turned into his staff you could have the growth bombs that he throws maybe the zeo crystal because that that's what made him look like that yeah there's a lot of possibilities and i hope they do dig into the lore a bit oh my god and if the light speed rangers had their V Lancers, I would die. Oh yes. I would love it if they had their <sighs> their V Lancers. Those are so cool. <laughs> yes. Eric, if we don't get this, I'm gonna be super upset now. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not my fault. Complain to Hasbro. <laughs> or or no. You know what my number two is after Lightspeed? Freaking purple dino charge. Oh yep. Yep. You gotta have Kendall in there for sure. I gotta gotta. What would my second tier b oh i would love 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 if they did solaris night Ooh, that's a good one Ooh, that would that would probably look really nice you could come with the genji yeah. and the lamp yeah oh. oh i say that because i think after shadow ranger to me that's like another really complicated favorite suit that i really like you know it would look really nice and, like, I'm not even, like, a fan of this character or the sure. season, really. Daishi. Oh, my God. That would look, probably look, like, beautiful. Daishi would be nuts. So that's why I'm I'm kind of excited for Magna Defender in this first wave. Because we'll immediately know how this collection will handle capes. Oh. Yeah, that's true. Which is very important for not only the Mystic Force figure. No, well. No, Mystic Force. That's the only other. <laughs> pretty much it. Yeah, pretty much yeah. Mystic Force. Yeah, Mystic Force and Magnet Defender. But really, I mean, that's that's the first test to see if capes can work in this line yeah. for Rangers. Did Marvel Legends ever do capes? I mean, they had to have at some point. Sentry was a Marvel figure that had a cape, like Doctor Strange. He like is a cape. I think they use soft <laughs> plastic with their capes. Yes, it's soft plastic. I don't know if they've ever done a cloth cape before. I know they've done cloth stuff for Star Wars Black series. Mm. So I really hope that the capes, even if it was like soft plastic, I know you can do like a segmented cape style where parts of it can yeah. like be reposed or whatever. I searched for Marvel Legends cloth cape and I'm finding just a bunch of like custom jobs. So I don't think they've ever used cloth uh, for their Marvel Legends line. Hopefully we see these prototypes at Toy Fair, because that would be amazing. I hope yeah. so. I hope people get their first look at that. So Ranger Liz asks, have you calmed down from Shadow Ranger being revealed as a Wave 1 toy? You'll probably mention all of this anyway, but there it is. Happy Thanksgiving, guys and gals. No, I haven't calmed down. It's it's Shadow Ranger. I don't think I'll ever calm down. Yeah, like yeah. I'll, maybe I'll calm down when I have the figure posed on my desk, but right. that's it. Like that's the only time I'll calm down. I mean, I'm calmed down just because I'm like naturally apathetic to things sometimes. Sure. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> AP is the April Ludgate of this podcast. <laughs> No, I'm 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 joking. I'm excited, but I get it because that's how I would feel if like Yellow right. Speed was ever announced. I get it. So I think I'm gonna buy 
at least five. You should. <laughs> well, no, like one to open, one to keep in the packaging. Three to play with. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> at least a couple for giveaways. I mean, I'll just like down the street, like walk down and, oh, have you guys seen the Shadow Ranger figure? Just hate them out <laughs> random people. You yeah. just like, yeah, you have a backpack full of them and you're just like, hey, do you know Power Rangers? Nope. Here you go. Well, now you do. All right. Next. <laughs> but no, I, I, I definitely want to support the line. Like toys for I'm, I'm down for it. Put yeah, that's that's Tots a good point. Toys for, toys for Tots and stuff. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, kids randomly getting Shadow Ranger, like, oh, what's this? When we posted this, we posted on social media, we asked at the end, well, what do you guys think about this? We actually got a ton of reactions. (laughs) Oh, jeez. We'll go through this quickly. Eric T. at QB Noyuko said, great starting lineup. Surprised not to see MMPR red, but as far as popular choices go, MMPR white gets the job done for wave one. Good variety of seasons and characters with a villain and a female. It'd be nice to get more than one female, but logistics maybe. It'd be neat to see at least one of each color represented in a wave, but that may just cause some unhealthy expectations from fans and limitations from Hasbro. Not knowing what to expect next is part of the fun. I totally agree with that. Yeah. Matt at Spidey Matt 93 said, still no time force. When will it be their time to shine? Oh, and they could come with those like clock hand swords. Yep. Oh, Uh, and their vector blasters. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a nice big accessory, too. That'd be cool. Mm -hmm. Rider Club at Rider Club Main says, I want them all. Major wallet destruction coming soon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Orion at Orion underscore dog of war said only interested in MMPR and Zeo. As long as I can get a full set of MMPR within say the first five or six waves, I'll be fine. Would have also preferred MMPR green before white. Ryan, you gotta expand your horizons, my brother. <laughs> so yeah. much more out there than MMPR and Zeo. It's so good. I get the one in green before white thing though. Yeah, I feel like he's a tad more iconic. I don't know. I think Saban, though, previously, I think MMPR White was like really their representation for season three. Because I I remember him being featured on the 20th anniversary, like that lineup image of Mm -hmm. the Red Rangers. So, yeah, I can see it. Okay. Well, Chuck Pritchard at Chuck underscore Pritchard said, I'm very grateful that Hasbro isn't just focusing on MMPR. Yay! The franchise as a whole is getting respect, finally. They were very upfront at PMC during the Hasbro panel. They said, hey, it's mixed waves from all your favorite seasons. From the history of the show, yeah. Yeah, it's nice to finally see confirmation on that, for Mm -hmm. real. Darebear at Derek B. Gale says, Pumped for Magna Defender and really hoping we get a nice cloth cape for him. Well, hopefully they follow the Star Wars Black Series line and do cloth capes. Otherwise, expect a soft plastic cape. Hey, as long as we're getting a cool representation, it's fine. Yeah, like, yeah. seriously. <laughs> At James Games 2K said, honestly, really excited for all of these. I'm surprised they went with MMPR Pink over any of the other MMPRs. Since girls usually get overlooked, makes me wonder if they might give her the Dragon Shield... To tie in when she had it in Shattered Grid. 
which would be mm-hmm. cool. That's an interesting point because if we're talking about how like oh it's weird that Magna Defender would be chosen, but then again, well he's so he's in with the shattered grid stuff right. right now, like maybe they would do that. That would be crazy. That would be neat. And if they do give Pink a shield, then they don't have to give that shield like to black or red. You could just swap out the shield with any figure. Yeah. Yeah. Or when Samurai Green comes out, you could replicate that picture when JDF gave Hector David Jr. the green one when they did the legendary, <laughs> the legendary battle. battle yeah. <laughs> John Green Bear Ranger said, all of these choices make sense to me. Why they were chosen for the first wave except Dino Charge Red. Can someone explain this to me? Don't get me wrong. I enjoy Dino Charge, but this was one of my least favorite Red Rangers. Also, we already have Red Beast Morpher in the wave. Did we need two reds? Either way, I'm excited for these to come out and we'll be buying the entire wave. So I actually have some thoughts on this. So not only in addition to what I mentioned before about representing every era of Power Rangers, to be fair, Dino Charge was probably the most popular and highest selling out of all the Neo Saban era, maybe aside mm-hmm. from Samurai. Yeah. Dino Charge was a very popular season. And I think two reds, because when you look at the cases that Bandai used to do, reds were always weighted more in a case. So mm-hmm. this is like giving them preferential treatment over a color for a wave without having two extra figures in a case if that makes sense yeah so it's like less beast morpher red but you're still getting red exactly and a a fairly current red from a popular season dino charge was only three years ago when it ended that's my reasoning behind that it makes sense yeah rsf says i think it's clear hasbro was listening and wasn't misleading us at pmc This is a great cross-section to start with, supporting underappreciated rangers and mass-market favorites alike. If they're doing Shadow, they must be confident that they can get Doggy's head right. Magna is also a bold choice, what with the cape. And we never saw Mike helmetless in the show because he was clearly wearing a dead man's skin. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) That's horrible. That's... That's... Uh, Mike, you monster. (laughs) (laughs) And I know people were joking on Twitter if if Zika would be like the Build-A-Figure. So if you don't don't collect all of the figures, then Zika will be incomplete and Bangna will always be searching for him. It's terrible. It's so bad. That's the best nerd joke ever. Yeah. (laughs) No one's going to get that. It's just so terrible. So even after all that news, everyone was blown away by it. Like the next day, there was another Amazon leak also by uh, Power Ranger Talk. And we find out that we all know now that the Imagine X line is dead because Hasbro's uh, Play School Heroes is happening for Power Rangers. And some of the listings include uh, Descending by Price. So... At the $20 price point, you have uh, the Morphin Zords, and they listed out the Terra Zord and Rhino Zord. So hopefully that's the Terra Zord from Dino Thunder, 
and Rhinozord, I'm hoping, from Jungle Fury. Yeah, like the only Rhinozord I can think of. The next kind of price point down is $12.99, and these are the feature Zords. There's a T-Rex Zord listed and a Wolf Zord. More Jungle Fury, I guess. Possibly, or Season 3 Blue Ranger, like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, yeah. There's another price point at eleven ninety nine for Mega Mighties, and there's Mighty Morphin Red Ranger and Mighty Morphin Black Ranger. Then there's a two pack line at nine ninety nine for the Tri Cycle Red slash Yellow Rangers and Green slash Black Rangers. And then there's a blind bag price point for three ninety nine. No pictures, it's only speculation at this point, but it looks like right out the gate, because Imagine X went all MMPR. It was just yeah, all Mighty Morphin. This seems to be mixing it up a bit. That's it nice. does, for sure. And blind bags, depending on what kind of figures those are, if those are cute little, like static statue figures, I'll be yeah. I'll be a sucker for those. Like, yeah, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> And then just announced uh, this past week, uh, Lineage Studios is offering some new lithograph prints. They teased it on social media. There's like two different Lord Dragon prints. There looked what appeared to be a Soul of the Dragon print. And also it kind of looked like to me a Forever Red piece, but they just teased some sections of these lithographs. But last week, two of them released online for sale. If you guys check out the link, there's the first, the Power Rangers Shattered Grid, Lord Draken sitting on his throne. That's by Carlos de Tolli. And I really love his art because I've got all of his ranger pieces from Acme Archives, who was doing lithographs. So I'm a big fan of his work already. And they have two variants. The, the first is the main one, which is just the white regular Draken on mm. his throne. And the cracked helmets are MMPR. And when I first saw this, I didn't look closely because I'm not a huge fan of the Evolution 3 of Draken. But the helmets that he's stepping on that are on the ground of the throne are different. And they're mm. all the main players in Shattered Grid. And Shadow Ranger helmet is on there. So I was like, ah, mm -hmm. crap. I think I know what I need to get. Yeah. <laughs> the black and gold color scheme of the final Draken suit. Yeah. I like black and gold as a color combo. So I prefer that version. And then not to mention you have the fact of, okay, you have the Shadow Ranger helmet on the ground. You have the Hyper Force yellow helmet yes. on the ground. Like, that's awesome. I, if I was going to get a print, it would definitely be that version because it's pretty awesome. Yeah, so the main line of the lithographs, that runs for 70 bucks, and it's 300 pieces, and then the variant is limited to 150 pieces, and it's 15 bucks more at 85. So I might just have to pony up for that. And these are movie poster size. This is 24 by 36 inches yeah. uh, for a lithograph. So this is very nice. They even have it like a movie poster on the bottom with Kyle Higgins mentioned, Daniele DiNiculo, and all the artists and writers and, and characters involved in Shattered Grid. So that's a nice touch. I like that they include a Ranger Slayer, a Samurai Red for Lauren, Time Force Pink for Jen, and then he's stepping on Tommy's Green Ranger helmet. So very cool lineup. It looks like a really cool variation of the main line. So I, I may be picking that one up. 
And then the second one is by artist John Staub. And it's a very good likeness of JDF as Draken from the Shattered Grid live teaser. So there's one version where he's sitting on his throne, his helmet's off, and it's totally JDF. And the variant version is with the helmet on. And that's uh, Lord Draken's original costume. Very cool, but I don't think I'm going to pick that one up. And these are also the same guys that did the Morpher and Coin pins that they first showed off at Power Morphicon. Yeah. So this company came out of nowhere, and it seems like they're just focusing on Power Rangers stuff. So pretty cool. Yeah, I've definitely been meaning to pick up the pin set, both of the Core 5 with the Morpher, as well as the green and white with the gold Morpher. I may have to do that this weekend when I get paid as a Black Friday shopping. (laughs) Yeah, those aren't badly priced. The pin set for the regular Power Morpher with the five coins, it's only 20 bucks. Like for a pin set, that is very reasonable. Yeah, those would look awesome in a shadow box. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and the green and white edition, it's only fifteen bucks. Again, for a pin set. I mean, I I went to Disney at Power Morphicon and was spending a crap ton of money on pins. So yeah, pins became the new thing, I guess, to collect as an adult. Because yeah, yeah. same thing. I went to Disneyland and literally spent like ninety bucks on Haunted Mansion pins. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> ooh, that was a little too much. But yeah, I definitely want to pick these up because they look awesome. And yeah, you can have the whole MMPR base set for thirty five dollars plus shipping. Oh, yeah. So that does it for the news. Is there anything else in the news that caught your eye? Um, nope. Yeah, that's it's that, <laughs> like those were the big news stories. Yeah. Covered the news. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so unless there's something you're fishing for. No. Oh, no, no. I was okay. I was legitimately asking because I, I, say, I did really you... didn't do any more research. So. Okay, I was going to say, like, did, did we miss something? Did you? Or is this a test? No, it's not a test. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I, I legitimately did not know if, if there was anything else. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, to be fair, you've been out of the country, which leads us to. Yeah, I was in Japan for work. It was crazy. I'm here to answer some questions. <laughs> so a little backstory. When I was first hired on to my current job, I was given the option. There was like a tease, like you have the possibility to have a trip to Japan because our main factory for where the product is produced that my company sells is in Japan. And previously other employees got to go to like see the factory, see the main company facility, all of that. And here I am six years later. And then out of the blue, my boss was like, oh, hey, by the way, they're planning a trip to Japan and you're going to go to it. So I'm like, hell yeah. And thankfully they gave me enough lead time because I needed to get a passport which I expedited. Thankfully, I got my passport way in advance, which was good. So got to go to Japan. It's a 14-hour flight. Wow. Yeah, it's rough. That's that's nuts. Yeah, this was my first international trip out of the country. Oh. I've never left the country, just never really had the opportunity or, or the money to do so. So this was really cool, and it was great company paid for all the hotel room, all the travel. I got reimbursed on my train tickets that I paid out of pocket, 
we flew ANA, which is all Nippon Airlines. My God, their service is incredible. If anyone is flying to Japan, screw the domestic airlines. If if you're going to go to Japan, if you could get on ANA, I would try and do that because the service is phenomenal. You get two meals and you think, oh, you know, crappy airplane food. Oh, no. Their food is actually really dang good. And you have the option to choose what to eat. And there's kind of like an American option, but also obviously Japanese option. And you get a meal two hours into the flight and two hours before the flight lands. And in between, you can get whatever snacks you want and drinks unlimited. They're not holding back. International flights are very much that way. When I was a kid, I had the good fortune to go to Germany and the flight from Chicago to Germany is a good, like, I think 10 hours. Yeah. Something like that. And yeah, it's the same way. Like they just keep you fed. They keep you entertained. It's so long to be stuck in a metal yeah. tube with it, a it bunch is. of other people. Longest international flight I probably took was to London, mm-hmm. the UK. And it wasn't as long as like Germany or Japan probably, but I just remember it being like real nice. Like, oh, nice. you got Traveling as much international is so nice compared you got to as much traffic. like as much alcohol as you wanted now, <laughs> that, that's why i was on the flight but like they literally just like handing out the mini wine bottles all the time and it was great <laughs> that sounds good uh but it was it was nice because my company sprang for aisle seats for all of us we didn't fly first class i was in the economy but i got an aisle seat and what was really great because we were towards the back of the plane, and this happened on both to and from Japan. The seat next to me was empty for some reason. That's awesome. Oh, wow. That's amazing. So I was able to stretch. And yeah, I watched a crap ton of movies <laughs> on, on the trip. I think I caught up with all the movies that I've been meaning to see, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> yeah. It's like I said, 14 hours. You can sit there and watch six and a half movies and be done. Yeah. And that's the thing. I, I couldn't even sleep. I'm not very good sleeping on planes. So uh, it, it was kind of rough, especially when the trip to Japan, 14 hours, then we waited two hours in the airport and took another two hour flight from Tokyo to Osaka, because that's where we needed to be for the first part of our trip. So <laughs> it was, it, it was rough. Like I got to that uh, hotel room and just essentially collapsed. <laughs> I was also able to take the bullet train. Oh wow! A couple. I times. saw. I saw your picture of that. Yeah. So when we were done with our business in Osaka, we took the bullet train back to Tokyo, and oh my god, it's. If you've never gone on one, it is incredible. It's such an incredible experience because you can't feel it moving. (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious. There's no feeling of acceleration. You're just going. It uses magnetic maglev and you just, yeah, all inertia is dampened and it's just a smooth glide. And that's all it is. There was a couple stops where you had to slow down and stop. And it's great because we took food onto the, the train. The seats are very much like... A little bit wider than a typical airline seat. And you have a tray in front of you. And I had a drink and we slowed down and it didn't even move. It's awesome. And the scenery zipping by at like 200 miles an hour or whatever it is. 
And from Osaka, it's still a good solid two-hour trip, but it was better than flying on a plane, I'll tell you that. (laughs) And it's great because there's, in between the cars, the sections in between, have pretty nice big windows that you can just kind of stand there and chill and take some pictures, which is what I did. That's awesome. Yeah, and then we were in Tokyo for the majority of it. There was a big trade show that was happening, so I got to go to Tokyo Big Site, which is the big exhibition center. Probably like two and a half times the size of McCormick Place here in Chicago. It's massive. And there were some things I wanted to do there, but I didn't get to. It was a week-long trip, including the travel, and I only got one free day. So I worked through the weekend, got some overtime. So our free day was on Tuesday, and it was pretty much like after we were done, I was like, peace, y'all. I'm not going to see you until tomorrow when we leave back from the States. (laughs) So on my own, the night before... When we were coming back from the trade show, I actually ended up dropping. must have fell out of my bag or my shirt pocket. I ended up losing my business card holder case. And it was a nice case. I got it specifically for this trip because there's this whole tradition of how to hand someone your business card. It's very rehearsed thing in Japan. So I, I wanted to have a nice business card holder. I ended up losing it. Apparently, I thought I lost it at the trade show, which we weren't going to go back to, but I lost it between the crosswalk between the train station and our hotel. Well, apparently, 20 minutes after I lost it, some Japanese business dude found it, saw the cards, because the majority of the cards in there were mine, in addition to the ones I received, so he deducted that that was me. He took one of the cards, emailed my work account, and said, hey, I found this. He took a picture, and he dropped it off at the local little police box that's near the uh, train station and said, this is where it's at. I hope you are able to pick it up. And I didn't get the email because I didn't check my business email until 24 hours later, which was the day before me going on my own because we took another trip to see a vendor. So we took another bullet train <laughs> to, oh uh, to Ueda, Japan. And that was awesome. I'll tell a little bit more about that. But so anyway, I got the email 24 hours later. It was like, oh crap. So when we got back to our trip from uh, Ueda, it was like a one day thing. We went to the vendor We saw everything and then came back and we passed through that station anyway. So with my guide from work, we talked to the police box. They said it was more than 24 hours. So they actually transferred everything to the main branch. So they gave us directions of the branch. So on my day off in the morning, uh, me and the guide walked uh, a few blocks to the main police branch. I was able to get my business card holder back. And the reason I'm telling this story is because no one in America who would find something like that would even bother to take the time to not only deduce who the card holder was, but to take it to a police station slash equivalent to what is essentially the lost and found and write a lengthy email 
with detailed instructions of how to get it back. No one in America would do that. They would just see it and leave it there. Or someone would pick it up, empty the business cards and say, hey, nice case. This is mine now. That's amazing. To me, that was really like, oh, wow, this is what Japanese respect and politeness is about. When I was in uh, Japan on my free day, it actually ended up raining the day of my day off. Uh, so, but it was fine because I, I was able to modify my plans a bit. My biggest goal was to go to Nakano, to go to Nakano Broadway, which is this five-story shopping mall full of nerd stuff and specialty shops and crazy collectibles. I saw so much like American Power Rangers merchandise there. And I ended up getting, so I went to Japan and got American from toys. America. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's what I did. And I, I got this really weird light speed red figure that had a chrome, like it was all chrome, but it was in jungle fury packaging and it was a Disney store exclusive. So during that time they released in the jungle fury line, some past, rangers i remember those i never got any though but i remember those so i ended up getting the Lightspeed red version wow yeah and i got a really cool magna defender figure which is pointless now because he's coming out in the lazy collection <laughs> but now you got the original figure though one of the originals. one of the originals yeah so that was very cool it was very fun hunting for toys there was a lot of money that I could have spent, but didn't because of budget reasons, mm-hmm. but it's a very excellent place. So I went to Nakano Broadway, spent four hours there, like half a day. I got lunch at McDonald's, which uh, actually Kiro Zio, uh, the one true Dino King at Kiro Zio 93 asked, how did McDonald's Japan differ from the one in the U.S.? And... Uh, it differs quite a bit. The only thing I saw that is shared, a Big Mac, so you can get a Big Mac in Japan, and the fries. But the fries are different in terms of oil content. They're a lot more crispier and less oily. I got a teriyaki chicken filet sandwich, which was incredible. Their desserts are different. They're like little triangle-shaped pies filled with different stuff. I saw, like, a shrimp thing that was in a burger form. That's what I've always wanted to try, the shrimp burger that they have. (laughs) It looked really good. I just wasn't going to try it. Not because I didn't want to, because the teriyaki burger was really good. Welcome back, Zach. I hate technology. I do, too. I was just talking a little bit more about the trip, uh, my McDonald's experience. That stuff looked great, by the way. It was very great. And there was actually a McDonald's literally right near my hotel, but it was more like a McDonald's Express in a way because it was right near the crosswalk to the train station. Mm. So they had a more limited menu, but I did go for a second time, but I just got another teriyaki chicken because it was (laughs) so good. It was really good. Yeah, and their cup sizes are different. I mean, we're big fat americans so their medium was about the size of almost a little bigger than a small of what we would think and i had mcdonald's but that was the only time i had american food in japan because every meal i ate and 
Uh, we had Edward Sanchez, uh, Edward is a man, and Wolfpack. ZKL for Life 74 asks, what was the favorite food from Japan? Every meal I ate was amazing. It was good. I, I really did not have a bad meal. There were some items I didn't care for in certain instances, but overall I couldn't say, wow, this ruined the meal. Now, did you see any automats? Any what? Automats? What's that? It is like a sort of like a cafeteria, but the walls are like little doors and you stick coins in and you pull food out of the doors. I did not see that. Okay. Cause apparently it used to be a thing here, but now it's still kind of a thing over there. And I was just wondering, okay. No, well, I, I did not see that, but I will say that there are a ton of vending machines in Japan, you can get cold drinks and hot drinks from the same machine. Yeah. Wow. When you put in your coins, and that's another thing. Japan is a coin-based society, currency-based, but they've improved over the years. Like, I was literally able to take my debit card, go to a 7-Eleven, use the 7-Bank ATM, and pull out money. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. And there was a 7-Eleven right by my hotel. I went there to pull out cash for the rest of my trip. And the transaction was super simple. You could pick the language. There's a small, I think the ATM fee was like maybe five bucks. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not terrible. And the exchange rate is awesome. 20,000 yen, which was roughly 175 bucks. Wow. And, like, how much does 20,000 yen actually get you, though? Like, a lot? A ton. Okay. Think of it as, like, 200 bucks, but because of the exchange rate, it's like, yeah. Okay. It's like getting to use 200 bucks for only paying 175. Right. Okay. Yeah. And so, essentially, I mean, at at the end of the day, because I... Later that day from my trip to Nakano Broadway, I ended up going to Tokyo Station because that's where we passed through when we went from Ueda to Tokyo and back. Like we went through Tokyo Station and Mm -hmm. when we were going through there, we ate dinner there and it was basically called Food Street. And Tokyo Station is like, there's a mall like in Mm -hmm. there. There's, there's like three different levels of the station. And 75% of it is shopping when it's not trains. Mm-hmm. Stores everywhere. They have a specific food hall. There's like a ramen walk where it's just ramen shops like up and down. And then they had the Tokyo Character Street, which is what they call it. And that's where all the specialty shops for like uh TV Asahi, which shows Super Sentai and Kamen Rider. There's a Hello Kitty mm-hmm. shop. There's a Pokemon store. All of this stuff. And I ended up spending like another 200 bucks there. (laughs) (laughs) It was great. And then I ended up meeting my friend Kyle because he lives in Japan. Uh, He works in a building right near Tokyo Station. And we went to his typical... uh, He wanted to show me what a typical uh, Japanese neighborhood looked like. And we did this whirlwind tour on, on his train system. It's like, we literally hopped on one train and then when the doors opened, we jumped on the one that just like literally had just stopped across the way. And I was like, Oh, we're getting on this one. He's like, yep. 
And I was like, what, what's going on? He said, because all the trains are always on time. So you can basically keep your same daily routine to the minute. Wow. It was such an amazing experience. I got to see his home in a very small uh, Japanese city, which is still very conveniently near the train station. It's, it's almost like the trains are the center of some of these towns. Like not only can you go on the train to anywhere, but you can have a really fantastic meal and do shopping. Like it, it just blows me away how badly our transit system is here in the States. And even though we come from what we think is a good transit city, Chicago, God, you go on the Japan rail and forget about it. It's like, we are so behind when it comes to public transportation. But yeah, so uh, it was just amazing experience. And, and I got to even have a, we went to just a beer and chicken place, like a small hole in the wall type eatery. And even that, the chicken was amazing. The food was amazing. The beer was great. So what's my favorite food from Japan? I don't know, because it was all good. I will say the, the coolest experience was when we had shabu shabu. And if you don't know what that is, it's like thinly sliced cuts of meat, which you then take your chopsticks and simmer it around in the broth until it cooks. And that's where shabu shabu comes from, because that's an onomatopoeia for the sound that the meat makes when you swing it back and forth in the boiling hot water pot. And my God, it was so good. And then you throw vegetables in there. And by the end of the meal, you almost have like this nice soupy broth that you eat at the end of the meal. It's amazing. Uh, it's making me hungry. And I had dinner before we started. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm rambling because it's, it's such an amazing experience. So I'm going to answer uh, some questions that we got from listeners. So if you guys want to read off a question, go for it. Adam at Lil Adam 87 said for those going to Japan for the first time, what would you recommend for preparation? Is there any sort of book or app you would use for conversing with locals who may not understand English? Yeah. So one of my friends who goes to Japan uh, frequently, uh, Saja, she's a procrastinator ranger on uh, social media. Uh, she actually gave me this document beforehand of apps and one of the ones I downloaded is uh, actually produced by the Narita Airport, which is the airport in Tokyo. It's called Tabi Mori, which is T-A-B-I-M-O-R-I. And it's something that you can download even before you go to Japan. And this app is incredible. Not only does it give you, you know, the standard, hey, here's your flight info, but there's a currency converter, there's a weather forecaster, there's a rail transit guide, there's uh, a QR code scanner, there's a Wi-Fi guide. It also comes with a built-in speech translation app. And not only that, but there are how-tos and courtesies for every aspect of, of your trip to Japan. There's an FAQ on transport, on dining, on shopping on accommodation activities, and they'll provide graphics. This app is so built in. And on top of all of that, they have a phrase book oh. on top of the speech translation. Wow. It's incredible. 
And they have an, a whole illustrated guide to Japan. So the food, the culture, there's a thing for road signs. And also, uh, they show you pictures of the currency and, and coins. So this app pretty much had it all. There was a couple others that I downloaded just for transit. But if you use Google, if you do a search on Safari and use Google and say, I want to get from Tokyo Station to Nakano Station, and it'll give you all the options with real time when the train is scheduled to be there. And it'll give you directions, what platform, what line, all of that. It is awesome. So if I were to recommend any app, it would be this Tabby Mori app. And I'll link to it in the show notes. Wow. Awesome. It's really cool. And they have the current exchange rate, too. Also handy. It's got everything that you need. Rider Club at Rider Club Main with a question. I also was wondering, what sites would you recommend Toku fans see while in Japan? Because I know you got to see a couple. Actually, not many. Um, it was the plan, but I actually ended up, it was raining on my uh, day off, so I was limited in travel. So there's a couple sites that Tom Constantine from the Tokusatsu Network recommended for sites to see in Japan. I would definitely say if you want to see some good sites, use that because it can break down like from what series. Uh, I wanted to see the bridge from Deck Ranger where they all kind of like line up in the theme song at the end, which was actually by Tokyo Big Site from a different station. I wasn't able to get to it, but also in that same area of the bridge is the big Gundam statue. Oh, that's awesome. So I didn't get to see that, but it was on my list. I would definitely say if you're a big Kamen Rider fan, see Tokyo Tower. I remember it being featured in Kamen Rider Kabuto. Kabuto? Yeah, Yeah. I was going to say it was pretty prominent in Kabuto. It was prominent in Kabuto. That's a good spot. There's also groups on Facebook that you can search for filming locations. So I'll provide a bunch of links in the show notes for that. But if you go to any of these famous buildings or if you go to that one stadium that's in every freaking Sentai, Mm -hmm. you can really notice some locations for sure. It's cool. When I go back to Japan, I'm not going to say if, I'm going to say when, because I want to go back. I would try to map out all the things that you want to see and go in a logical line. Like, don't bounce back from city to city, because that doesn't make sense. And that can get pretty expensive if you don't have, like, a, a rail pass. So... Preparation for Japan is key. Have a clear agenda of where you want to go and map it out. I mapped out my day before my free day, and it made everything so much smoother because I knew which stations I needed to get to and so forth. I'm the same way when I'm planning travel. Like I want to know exactly where everything is, how I can get to it. I need a plan. I can't go into it half-cocked and hope for the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vince Ariola at Bryce Packard asked, how rough was the walking there? I want to travel someday there, but many friends have come back crawling to their room. Travel by train, also how cool is it? So I, I talked about the bullet train, but just the normal train, I would totally avoid, um, if you're not good with crowds of people, I would avoid 
rush hour times. Yeah. I would avoid anything before 9 a.m. and anything after 5 p.m. to like maybe 6.30 or 7 p.m. We were in a couple of those situations where it's just the normal train. It's on a bullet train and you are packed wall to wall with people and you better buckle up and be comfortable with people because there is no personal space when you're on a train during rush hour in Japan. Yeah. That's the one like stereotype, I guess you could say that I I come to expect to be an actual reality because there are just so many people living in Japan. Yeah. And especially in the major metropolitan Tokyo, Tokyo Mm -hmm. is like whatever millions of people it is. And you definitely feel that. I did not see the, the stereotypical, like, someone pushing someone into the train. I didn't see that. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> there was one point this Japanese kid was, like, by the door and kind of facing inward. And the doors open, and it was, like, so packed. And he was kind of, like, looking around, like, that unspoken, like, hey, is anyone getting off here? And looking at all of us, because there's more people waiting to get in, and we just squeeze right the hell in. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that was rough. But I'm able to say, yeah, I went on a Japanese train during this crazy rush hour experience. I don't recommend (laughs) it, but it it happened. Yeah. But as far as walking, you're going to be doing a lot of walking. For me, it was more painful because it was like a trade show, and it was all for work. So we were go, 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 go all the time. But when I was taking my own pace on Tuesday, it was fine. Just open up Pokemon Go because you're going to get a lot of uh, steps out of it. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, for Pokemon Go players, uh, be sure to catch a ton of Farfetch'd because that is a Japanese exclusive along with uh, Volt Beat. I believe. I may need to... Uh, I have like 20 <laughs> Farfetch'd. You'll be fine. Oh, uh, because I may need to trade you for Volbeat, because I have Farfetch'd. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll get you a Volbeat. I, I only have like five of those, so... Well, I have, a, I have a Mr. Mime I can give you, so... Oh, well, there we go. <laughs> but yeah, there is a ton of walking, but I think if you take things at, at your own pace, you'll be fine. And it's very hard to find benches or a place to sit. In Japan, when you're just kind of walking around, because I think that's to deter any homeless people from sleeping on benches or to dissuade public drunkenness. At the train stations, you're not going to find benches all around to sit or any of that. So don't expect to. So if you can, just find a small corner where no one is, maybe sit on the floor. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That was the one thing that surprised me a bit. Long's Toys at Long 83 said the most important question of all, what did you bring me? Nothing. Because I was like, I'm not buying anything for anyone. I wasn't trying to be an, an or anything. It was mainly because I did not have the space. I was barely able to fit everything that I bought into the extra suitcase that I had. I'll prepare for that next time. Power Playthrough at P Playthrough asked, did you get a chance to check out the Kamen Rider Cafe in Iki Bakiro? Unfortunately, I did not. I wanted to, uh, just because it's a nerdy thing. But from what I heard or from what Saja was saying to me, cause I mean, that's kind of like the nerdy thing that everyone does, but the food isn't great. It's like overpriced specialty food for a nerdy show. You're not getting a gourmet experience. You're just getting a, a nerdy one. So it was on the plan. Unfortunately, I didn't get to go to it. Maybe next time. Maybe that's a thing I'll just 
for the novelty of it, check it out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and that's the thing. I avoided a Kiabara. I'd probably go on the next round because everyone was saying, "Hey, a Kiabara is a tourist trap. The better place to do like your nerdy shopping is at Nakano Broadway." And it's not just nerdy stuff. Like what was great about uh, Nakano Broadway is like from the train station when you exit, it's a straight line. Like it's a maybe two blocks that's actually covered. Uh, it's a covered walkway with shops on either side that leads straight to Nakano Broadway. So even though it was raining, I was completely dry. It was pretty oh, cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's neat. Mir at Nightmare 10 asks, everyone knows some aspect of what Japan is like before traveling there, whether it's through others who visited, general curiosity, or maybe what's seen in the media. What about Japan exceed your expectations of what you already knew and how was the overall experience? What exceeded my expectation was the story of my missing cardholder. Like, I knew the Japanese people are polite, they're respectful, but to show that aspect of the people is from an experience like that. My friend Kyle, he said, I'm glad you actually lost your business cardholder because you were able to have that experience and appreciate the Japanese people that much more. And even though I did not speak any of the language, I was definitely welcomed and accommodated. Saying Samina-san, which is, excuse me, is probably your best friend in terms of bothering people with your big Americanness. To a shop owner, Samina-san, can I get some help? Always say arigato. Say the greetings if you can. If you can learn some of the basic languages, you putting that much effort into learning about them is going to show them that, wow, he really respects the culture. We're going to show that respect that much more. And just one other funny story, very short. When I was at Nakano Broadway, when I was heading back, this was after McDonald's. I was buying something for Teresa wanted to get her a nice pen set. There was this very quaint stationary store along that walkway. A Japanese owner and his wife, he even prefaced saying, I, I don't know very much English, uh, but we worked through it because I had a question about pen and some refills and this and that. He was able to show me everything, even with the limited uh, language barrier. And as his wife was ringing me up, uh, she reached behind the counter and gave me like this sealed uh, bag of almost like crispy flavored potato wedges that are individually wrapped. And she gave it to me free. She like put it in my bag and went, shh, and kind of <laughs> laughed about it. And maybe it was because, wow, I can offload this thing that I don't want to this big American guy who is polite. And this is my way of showing him, hey, thanks for taking the time to come to our shop. So again, just the niceness of, of people there. Like I already knew that politeness was there, but the experiences I had exceeded that expectation. Overall, Japan is amazing. It's an incredible experience. If you are a fan of Japanese culture or anime or tokusatsu, if you can drop the nerdy stuff for maybe like a day and just kind of explore, you will have a good experience. And the train station stuff is very easy. There's stuff in Japanese and English, so you can definitely find your way easily. On all the trains, the announcements are made in Japanese and English, and the signage that scrolls by. So 
Don't think this is Tokyo. This is an actual <laughs> metropolis of Tokyo that really caters to that international experience. I saw people from European countries from, from all over in Japan, whether they were on vacation or business or, or whatever. So again, even with my limited speaking ability of, of Japanese, uh, I was able to have a very good day on my own. Overall, the experience was great. I want to go back, not for business. I would love to go for a week there on my own. So I'm definitely going to start saving up. Yeah. I know I, I rambled a bit about Japan, but we are a Power Rangers podcast and Power Rangers owes its entire content to Japan. So <laughs> Japan is something I've always been interested in through anime and even Power Rangers kind of sparked it off like, Hey, why is that in Japanese? Like, what's the deal? And Sentai and then anime and other shows. But you think you know stuff, but until you experience it, I think people would be pleasantly surprised. If you're open to the experience, I think anyone who wants to go will have an amazing time. That's good to hear. Yeah. So if you're interested in Japanese culture at all, I would highly recommend going at least once in your life because it's pretty cool. And then very briefly, because I, I want to get to the main topic, but I, I was able to go to what <laughs> do you want me to skip all this? Cause I can, no, oh. no, you don't have to. It sounded you, like you were you like, made like a, like a, like a, uh, noise. <laughs> oh no, that wasn't, no, that was just unfortunately timed. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Uh, so, so, <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. I was like, wow, this is okay. Moving on. But no, uh, yesterday, Teresa and I went to uh, Shy Tag 2018, which is the Chicago Toy and Game Fair. It was their 16th annual event. And I have gone in the past. I was able to get media access uh, because of Ranger Command. And it's great. I went because I thought Hasbro was going to be there. Uh, they were a 2018 sponsor, and uh, some of my friends who volunteered at the show, I talked to them, and apparently Hasbro didn't show up, even though they had like a booth space planned. They shipped 10 pallets of stuff to the show and just never showed up. They won a couple of the awards at the Taggy show. So I don't know what was up with the whole Hasbro situations, because I wanted to go to see Hasbro, maybe talk to some people. And apparently a, a lot of other people did too, because uh, they were telling me that there were some moms that went mommy type bloggers and other stuff. Ton of media at, at this event that specifically wanted to go because Hasbro was being there and they had questions for their event. So Hasbro, I hope you show up next year. That'd be really cool. But Either way, had a really good time, picked up some great games from Goliath Games slash uh, Jax Limited. I picked up Sequence, which I've uh, played before, Word Search game. I picked up this local inventor card game called I Gotta Go With, and it's a bunch of cards that have various questions or topics, but the answers, there is no answer sheet. It's like you can list off movies that have a color in the title and you can go back and forth until someone gets stumped or you can do like a list version and then any same answers you can either cross off and whoever has the most unique points wins the person who invented it she was very nice and uh, she made a great case for the game we played a couple rounds it was a lot of fun so i ended up buying it was like 20 bucks 
not too bad for nice size card based game, which essentially you could play anywhere. You can play on a road trip. You can do whatever. Razor is always big. They're local in Chicago and they do like the scooters and the hand bikes and and all this different stuff they always have a big presence at the show there's another huge line called mag formers which is essentially uh, these clear oddly shaped polygonal type of clear plastic pieces that are essentially building blocks but they have magnets on all four sides and you can do amazing things with them they have (gasps) what Sorry, my cat just climbed across like my computer. <laughs> I am okay. This isn't good. Give me, give me a second. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my That's a god! Comedy of errors tonight. <laughs> um. Yeah, I wasn't even aware that this was a, a thing. And you say it's their sixteenth year. Like, wow! I, I didn't even know we had a, a toy in game show yeah. like that here. That's awesome. Yeah, it's very cool. Teresa and I played Stratego for the first time because the game's been around forever, but I never played it. But they had this area in the back because a tournament was going on and Mm. they also had a few extra seats. You could try out the game and they said, oh, well, if you guys play a full round together, we'll just give you this game. Oh, that's neat. And I was like, what? Yeah. When this comes around again next year, like, yeah, ping, ping me and let me know, because I would happily take that weekend off of work to go to a toy and game show for sure. Yeah, for sure. Chicago Toy and Game Fair, I believe it's always the weekend before Thanksgiving, which is smart. It is a very child and parent type event. Right, right. You, you can find some cool games for adults, and they they definitely had like a, an, an adult section for like some of the more risque like type of swear word type games or right, right, you know right. that type of stuff um but it is mostly catered for kids and parents you always can get discount tickets and we tweeted about that we did some social media uh for discount tickets if you have a family but it's great also if you have nieces or or nephews who are very young there's a lot of amazing gift ideas and it's it's not just a trade show you can actually buy stuff at this event i spent 40 dollars on on various games that i bought uh, oh. i got i got sequence for like and word search for 10 bucks each when normally they retail for 20 so you oh, can find good. a lot of good deals yeah and yeah. i got that whole stratego game for free i mean that's incredible yeah so stratego yeah. is one of those games where like there's a lot of parts to it and that's usually a pretty yeah and we got a version called conquest because we played the original stratego but the free version that we received is called stratego conquest and it looks more like it's based on kingdoms and and territories so uh, i'm gonna have to figure out how the hell to play that game (laughs) yeah we're gonna have to have a game day again one of these days for sure yeah so Yeah, Chicago Toy and Game Fair, it's pretty awesome. It's local to Chicago. It's at Chicago Navy Pier. It happens every year. Uh, They have cool events for for kids, adults, really great stuff. So any one of our listeners that are local to Chicago, I highly recommend it. You'll probably see us again there next year. It was just very cool. And to Chicago Toy and Game Fair, we definitely appreciate the media access and the opportunities there. So... Thank you very much to Chicago Toy and Game Fair, and definitely check them out. So now, 
I guess the main topic or <laughs> really what this episode is. At this is point, about. I mean, we almost have a full episode just from the news and the side story. We, it, we do. It's true. Uh, people are going to be full this Thanksgiving with Ranger Command oh, content. Oh. So, <laughs> shut up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me type in Lightspeed Rescue. Yeah. So, yes, this was a listener's choice. <laughs> for Lightspeed Rescue. We let it think it was a listener's choice. In reality, it was always my choice. (laughs) That's not true. It actually worked out to Lightspeed Rescue. It's... Oh, and there's the autoplay, which... Okay. That's gonna be on there. So, yes, we are watching episodes 39 and 40 of Lightspeed Rescue. This is the finale of Lightspeed Rescue, The Fate of Lightspeed, Parts 1 and 2. And this is going to be our episode commentary track for Fate of Lightspeed. At the time of this recording, the episode is available on Netflix, which is how we're watching it, and also on DVD through the Shout Factory helmet set, the mega sets, or any of the season collection for Lightspeed Rescue. This is interesting because... We did a two-part listener's choice. It came down to light speed, like light speed won by four votes after we totaled everything across social media. It wasn't just the Twitter poll. And then uh, we picked a handful of episodes to vote on. And I think Fate of Lightspeed won by like two or three votes. So every part of this was a tight race. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting because... Fate of Lightspeed aired almost exactly 18 years ago. We're recording this on November 19th. The air dates for part one and two was November 17th and November 18th. Wow. Oh. So 18 years ago, these episodes aired. That's awesome. Written by Judd Lynn and Jackie Marshand, two pillars of Power Rangers, and directed by Ryuta Tazaki and Makoto Yokoyama. And yeah, Fate of Lightspeed. It's the two-part finale. But this was part of a four-episode endgame arc, which I miss those days in Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah. When you kind of build up towards the end. On the count of three, we will hit play to get started. Are you guys ready? I'm synced up. Yeah. All right. On the count of three. One, two, three. Ah, the, the desert. It reminds me of Stargate. This whole thing okay, reminds me of Stargate. It's much too rocky. This way is much easier. <laughs> you use Stargate, I go Star Wars. Yeah, that's true. Or Indiana Jones in this case. <laughs> I suppose so. What is he doing? <clears throat> He's looking at these badly drawn hieroglyphics. That, that is a very specific hieroglyphic. Yeah. How did that... What? Those are terrible special effects. <laughs> I mean, I for one, I didn't know that the Egyptians had uh, 3D printing capability. Or were outside of Los Angeles. <laughs> that too, yeah. Le- LED lighting, you know? The, the pyramids of LA. Oh, whoa. Oh, wow. You see, like, some classic monsters in there. 
there's like a whole list I'll talk about later. I like that shot. Like you can't hear them. I just like to imagine him saying, and that's why we need a new coffee maker or some other like mundane. Well, does that mean the other Megazords are back online? For now, only the Life Force Megazord is up. That's a total diabolical and Olympia's gone. The Queen's even madder than ever. Rangers, do you read me? Ryan? What's going on? (laughs) Ryan, we haven't seen you in like 80 episodes. (laughs) What is it? She's trying to resurrect all the demons from the Shadow World. The ceremony's gonna happen. Oh, that's not good. Ryan? You've cut out! And then the poltergeist comes through. (laughs) It's going to happen, and no one is going to stop it. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, ew. Ew. No. Te- I use always tentacles with these things. Lightspeed. Such a great. Th- this song gets me fun. The planet is falling. The danger will test you. AP's digging it. AP's in, in a her couple element. seconds behind. <laughs> AP's a couple seconds behind. <laughs> I'm kidding. But see the V lanterns around the opening? Come on. Yes. I always like that that Humvee skidding shot. That's always awesome. Mm-hmm. I always love this song. Yeah, it's a good opening. I like the Gatling gun and the missile banks on the frickin'. I like the sirens. I like all the sirens. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go and get him. No, Carter. I'll go. I can take the mobile armored vehicle. The Queen would never expect it. Of course not. Because it's crazy. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> no! Carter. Come on, Jed. Don't worry. I'll bring him back. Yeah, you go, Sean C.W. Johnson. Dead or alive, (laughs) I'll bring him back. Yeah, okay, he says he's going to the Skull Cavern, but where the hell is that? (laughs) Well, it's so crazy we're finally making some progress. Oh, my queen. Lock him up and make sure he never gets away. Yeah, she's... Like, Lightspeed Rescue has some great designs, except the Batmans. They right look so my... dumb. Yeah, <laughs> they really do. Little Batlings, take to the wing, rise up and destroy everything. Oh, please don't. Oh, yeah. That's not I always like when we see Zord based stuff. Whoa, hey, Helmetless uh, Carter. Nice. Helmetless Carter. Yes. Use stealth mode and you should be able to go in undetected. Yes, Miss Fairweather, that's what stealth is. <laughs> <laughs> that helmet looked really matte. Like it wasn't gloss at all. Oh, this is so good. Engaging rockets. All systems go. 
Oh darn, that's a lot of fire. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how something emitting that much fire can have a stealth mode. <laughs> Good thing he's a firefighter. I mean... He says I'm going in, but where are you actually going? Is there just like a portal to their castle? Why didn't you guys close that? Look, lightspeed bathrooms. Oh, hey. That was terrible. Duh! Uh, sorry, oh my god. Wrong room. <laughs> oh, this is terrifying. Shut the door! Leave the room and shut the door! <laughs> oh my god, there was light speed bathrooms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice uh, wood doors. I like how everything is like these high tech hallways and the bathrooms are like regular wood doors. <laughs> I, I think they, they they killed their set budget with that one. What happens when they go in red alert? Like, does anybody fight? Like, only the ranger side? <laughs> I don't know. It's like a military. It's like an underwater military base. You'd think other other people would be capable of responding to this. Yeah, and they're getting, like, chased around. You'd think the base would have its own security or something. Like, how oh, did they yeah, get... Yeah, we don't have a single drop-down laser. How did they get torpedoes? Ooh! I, I love oh. that instamorph. That was cool. Good instamorph there, yeah, absolutely. But see, I guess they didn't need security because the demons can't go in water. That's the whole reason. Oh, there's base security, I guess. Oh, okay. So they do have. Oh, they're pretty security. much. But they're screwed. They're pretty much yeah. useless. Yeah. Like riot shields, really, guys. Ooh. Like only riot shields. Yeah, Kelsey, kick butt. There she goes. Oh, nice. Another instamorph. Loved it. Yes. Oh, go Chad. Damn. I forgot how good this finale is. It's been a while since I watched this. Wait. Oh, okay. They're all okay. They're all, they're all unconscious. <laughs> that, that's a Captain America Civil War moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh shoot! Man, they really trashed the hell out of this set. There, there was an error that uh, I guess was noted that um, the Life Force Megazord is like really out of scale with the Aqua Base because like the train bay is where the Life uh, Force Megazord trains are stored and it's just like way out of proportion when it shows up here. But who cares because it's a cool sequence. Yeah. Oh god. Pod 4 is under attack. This is like actually terrifying. Cuz they're underwater. <laughs> yeah, cuz they're also underwater. <laughs> An explosive decompression is kind of a thing. Yeah. And like if those things were real, you can't say that it wouldn't be terrifying. Yeah. Like that won't hold them.
I like how it's like a submarine that's like kathunk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, more helmetless. Oh, yeah. You know it's a finale. Everybody, hold on. No, don't destroy that beautiful set, you bastard. <laughs> okay, that's, that's terrible. Whoa, whoa, whoa. People are in there. Didn't anyone ever teach that Megazord some manners? Oh, uh, she says it's gone, but is that implying that they're all dead? Because <laughs> that's horrible. Is that implying that Pod Four has some kind of significance that I was not aware of? I I don't know. It's it's a, it's a pod. Ooh. Pod Four. I mean, Mitchell's pissed. They're they're doing the echoey. I don't. I yeah, can't really. Like hear he's you. lost in his own thoughts. Crew is in danger. And the battery's got tinnitus. <laughs> oh God. It already did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, right. We should go. See, he just flew there. I don't... Yeah. Okay. Hang on, Ryan. And it became daylight. <laughs> that is terrible. I. That might be Sentai clip. I'm pretty sure it's Sentai footage. Like, if I did a cosplay... It would be as like one of those like uniformed light speed aqua base workers. It would be pretty easy to do. You just need yeah. some patches. Patches. Shouldn't they know the evacuation procedure? The ship. That's kind of epic, though. That's an epic shot. Mitchell was such a badass in the show. What are you doing? Everything I've worked so hard for. It's gone. Oh, face up to it. <laughs> That's not true, Dad. Oh, no. Miss Fairweather and the other rangers count on you. Right. Let's get out of here. Let's go, people. Too late. Oh, snap. Yeah, that's way too big. That's that's a big yikes. It's gonna hit the connecting tube. Explosions. Oh. Well, okay. Where did where did the battlings get all this stuff? 
that's what I'm saying. Like, how did they manage to get it onto the base? Like, hev- like heavy weaponry. Because they are just, like, they came from a demonic card. So are so they, they like rangers where they can pull out anything from their butts and... I mean, maybe. Maybe they have, like, minor weapon summoning abilities. Oh, maybe. He closed the porthole and said, that should do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from a rocket that'll, launcher. That'll protect you from everything. Oh my god, they're trapped. This is this is the worst thing that could happen. No, that's very that's, not good. That's the worst thing that can happen. We don't have stakes like this in Power Rangers anymore. Nope. Life-threatening. Clearly life-threatening stakes. Wait, he went there morphed. What the... <laughs> He's kind I... of concerned. The, the destruction yeah, he... of the base destroyed his morphing energy. He's got to conserve yeah, it. Do, don't they have to morph later? <laughs> I would They're just conserving stay. it. Uh, They're conserving their morphing energy. Okay. I really don't like that voice effect she has. It sounds like she's underwater. Yeah. It's unsettling, though. It sounds like she like she belongs on Aquatar. Oh, wow. That's a bunch of human souls. Oh, jeez. That's literally terrifying. That's, yeah. This is a kid show, and there's human skulls adorning this altar. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No one's gonna mess with Carter, because he's awesome. Boom. Are you okay? Am I glad to see you? <laughs> My bro. Queen's gonna start the ceremony when the solar eclipse happens. But that's today. <laughs> the, the reaction, like, oh, but that's today. <laughs> we got a way to stop. First, we better get out of here. Nah, I, I, I can't make fun of Carter. He, he's a, he's a bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's just like floating oh, there. Oh, God. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> just give me like the, just give me like the heebies. Yeah. Everything about her is very weird. I can't get over the human skulls. No, that's that's insane. I have waited a long Wait, time I thought he unlocked. To oh, is Imagine he playing the trick? Oh, yeah. yeah. Release every horrid creature upon your pitiful earth. What a shame. Also, her stomach has a mouth. Yeah. <laughs> The sarcophagus conveniently has eye holes? Yeah, for some reason. <laughs> you know, for when the dead want to see outside. <laughs> now, Ryan. <laughs> Come on. Boom. Oh, yeah. Wow, he really flew oh, out of there. Wow. That was actually really bad. to <laughs> one. Let you get away with this. Right. Yeah. Lightspeed, rescue! Push him. Titanium power! Oh yeah. I love that morph. Damn, those are some high kicks. 
Yes. <laughs> I'll take all of your swords. <laughs> <laughs> ah, terrifying part two. Yeah, let's take the other Megazord. Sure. <laughs> Although I, I love that it's all like American footage for the Zord stuff. <laughs> That's really cool. My god, these moves are sick! Holy cow. Oh, that had to hurt. Ooh. I think that's like the same uh, styrofoam uh, column that, that Tommy threw at himself in Fighting Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, her whole chest is a face. That's disgusting. <laughs> it's so bad. That was really bad green screen. Mm-hmm. Where the hell do these stones come from? Um, American-made Zord footage in Power Rangers. It doesn't happen often. So it's really cool that they did this. Yes! Once the circle of stone is complete, the ceremony will be able to begin. And no one will have Ew, you're right. It's... Uh, it's a whole face of the, yeah. Uh, it's so gross. Wow, that that is terrible. <laughs> I want to go on record and say that this is probably the bleakest finale that any Power Rangers series has had. Yeah, this yeah. is this is really bleak. Like. They're about to die. And that is to and be that continued. Is leave off with them wow. about to die. <laughs> All right. And that there's the ending credits. Okay. That was pretty epic. It it was. Yeah. It was. Like no joke. The stakes are high and this is what this is what I don't like about the current, well, the the now ending Neo Saban era was that yeah. there's no build up to these final episodes, and if there is, the stakes are not as high as that, and we don't get finale two parters anymore. It's just kind of like, eh, well, this is the final episode, and that's it. And to fit mm -hmm. that into a twenty minute format. It doesn't do whatever story that you have justice. That's for sure. You can't have a proper send-off for a team that you've had for, like, two years, basically. Right. Like, one, two years in 20 minutes. You can't do that. With Lightspeed Rescue, it was 40 episodes in one year, as typical with Saban at the time for those early seasons. And 40 episodes, but now, how we have it now... You get maybe 44 episodes, but it's split in half over two years. And think about when the Disney seasons happened, when they went from like 38 to 32 episodes. And, you know, Mystic Force is only 32 episodes. That's 
12 episodes shorter than what we get now in two years or what we had back in the original Zaban era. And even Mystic Force was still able to tell a pretty tight story, have multiple multi-parter episodes, and a two-part finale. Mm -hmm. When I see episodes like this, it makes me long for how things were done before. And I get at times change, but good storytelling shouldn't change. You know what I mean? Times change, but quality doesn't. Or it shouldn't. Okay, so we will play... The Fate of Lightspeed Part 2. Part 2. All right. Fate of oh. Lightspeed Part 2 is about to start. <laughs> On the count of three. Uh, one, two, three. Oh. No, no previously on. We're just getting right into nope, it. Just right back into where we left off with everybody about to die. Some more explosions. With some freaky bat bomb things. Wow, that crack got way too big for comfort. And there's water coming in. Kelsey, oh no. Why is she sitting on the floor? That's not very smart. She'll be the first to drown. (laughs) No. Oh no. (laughs) Are you... I do yeah. appreciate Chad and Kelsey's friendship throughout the series. Together. Aw, that's a nice moment. Joel, don't worry. We'll be okay. What are you talking about? We're trapped in here. And this place is going to cave in on our heads any minute. I hope not. Oh. I was hoping that once this was over, we could actually go on that date. Oh, hey now. Assuming hey interested. Don't joke with me about this. I'm not. I'm not because I love you. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> look at this. What am I looking at? That we're all going to die again? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> They're using, like, the same five guys for these shots, and it's it's getting annoying now. <laughs> guys, we got work to do. Yeah, Joel. <laughs> Even Kevin Mitchell's like, yeah, man, we gotta do this. Does it know it's calling? I'm Ryan and I'm barely in the Do, 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 do. Go! We're on time delay. <laughs> Watching Rangers save the day. I just say, yeah, it's like I was right on time with AP. <laughs> so the you're the one off time, Eric. Darn it. Speed. Go! Yeah, like, like I'm a second behind. Or in front. 
the lighting for this set, how they lit it. Hey, what's this? In I, I just the lighting is incredible. Like I, I love the dark mood. Uh, let me get rid of all these weird rocks that are here. It leads to the submarine bay. All right, we're getting out of here and start. Oh, it's flooded. Wait a minute. I'm a diver. <laughs> I'm a trained diver. Yeah. Okay, they're all in the no, same bottle. Why did he make that hand attack. motion? It's too dangerous. <laughs> There's no other way. I'm going. Uh, I like this one. This is my Tuesday bottle. This one has <laughs> slightly more air in it. And why did he just take, like, five of them? <laughs> just in case that one runs out. Like, dude, have a backup. Oh snap! Oh damn! Ugh, she's got like weird hair sideburns. <laughs> Everything about her design is meant to just instill creepiness. Yeah. Oh, so that can just show up out of nowhere. Sure. Cool. Of course, it's the centerpiece. That's impressive that they were able to at least get the the original prop for that set piece. Yeah. Or if not the original prop, they did a really good replica. Mm-hmm. But then again, I haven't watched like the finale of Go Go Five, so I don't know how much of that they might have borrowed from the Sentai. Yeah, it's not that far. We can do it. Come on. Oh, yeah, as long as you got one of these bottles, you'll be fine. What if they don't have enough? What if someone gets left behind? I don't know. I haven't seen this episode in forever. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, I'm pretty sure you, you should have seen this episode. <laughs> I'd give it like five, six years, maybe. In all. Yeah. Honesty. Yeah. It's it's been a while. But, I mean, pretty impressive that, you know, they were able to do all of this with the actors in, obviously, a tank, but still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My hair. That sure is a sub. That sure is a swimming pool. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Conveniently placed swimming pool. <laughs> And now they're completely dry. Except for they their hair. Some, they had some really nice sets in this season, though. They did. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that was, like, a decommissioned actual sub or something. I think it might have been. Okay, but then you slap a lightspeed sticker on it and it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, screw you, Batlings. I'm so sick of these guys. It's a sub, just drop it. Oh my god, that imploded. <laughs> you guys need to get the heck out of there. Boom. We 
We've stopped. Thanks for that keen observation. We're not even in the water. We're not going anywhere. Oh no! What if it has jet thrusters? Does the submarine have jet thrusters? <laughs> you mean like Carter's mode? thing? <laughs> yeah, stealth mode. <laughs> But what if it is an airplane? Fine. Then let's add a little water. Yeah. Power coming online. <laughs> Chad doing the fingers like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm good for. Ready to go, Joel. Oh, snap. Yep, buy all you demons that hate water because here's all the water. I just like the door is a, is a big light speed symbol. <laughs> <laughs> they were very well branded. Now we're in the water. Mm hmm. Uh, hey guys, what's up? target. <laughs> <laughs> Huh? I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I don't think those took out the whole magazine. <laughs> <laughs> um, there, there's no way. There's no way. Those two dinky little <laughs> torpedoes took out that entire abnormally sized megazord. Yes. Why? Why did it lift its arm? Like, oh, <laughs> wow. Okay, there goes everything. That's kind of sad, though. Well, I mean, at least we got the at least we got the visit, you know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> ah, the eclipse. Ugh, I hope not. You are horrible. Right on target. Carter, can you Oh yeah. Laser? I'll see what I can do. Titanium laser, fire! I'll see what I can do. You're in a flying missile launching hovercraft. You can get closer. And the titanium laser is able to Let's do it together, Carter. It's the titanium laser, Eric. Don't question it. Well, I mean, this is a very cool sequence. What the hell is that? Dang. <laughs> Actually, like, really bad ass. Whoa. Oh, that's a little CGI right there. I just noticed that. Huh, that's interesting. Hmm. Oh, right, they were in a sub. <laughs> where they came from. <gasps> Go. Hurry, Jinxer! Place the last stone! As you command, my queen! There's only one thing we can do to stop him. Right! Let's just kamikaze this sucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it! Whee! 
Yay! And they graduated from the uh, TJ school of <laughs> Zord management. Oh, wait. That drop is awesome, though. That was a cool drop. That was really good wire work. Um, uh, gravity, guys. Better roof. <laughs> yeah, it worked. You you cut it in half. Well, like, you did that, so. What? Oh, no. Uh, oh. The last stone's in place. We need some help. Carter! Aw, oh, yeah. Time for the rest of the team. Right. You guys got here just in time. The bad thing is the circle of stones is complete. We've got to stop that ceremony. Right. Let's go. Lightspeed. Sweet. Oh, that eclipse is really booking it's it. Zooming, yeah. <laughs> Ah, let me insert the key into the human skull. What the f***? Ah, this is... Oh my god. Oh dear. No. Oh! This is the most bad shot ever. Mm-hmm. You're too late. Nothing can stop me now. Nothing except us. Yeah! Mm. Light speed. Gosh, that shot makes me cry a little bit. Like that one <laughs> shot in the 2017 movie where they all came like walking out the first time. Oh yeah. Same feeling. Oh yeah. Ooh. That's some good action. I think that's a little Koichi action going on. Mm-hmm. Go, Kelsey. Oh, yeah, now he's got the swords. <laughs> wow, that was awesome. That, now, this is a finale. Mm hmm. Suck it, Batlings. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, she's making a shitty rhyme. Someone stop her. <laughs> oh, no, the bones are levitating. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, and then hell opens. Oh, this isn't great. Oh my god! That punch was awesome! <laughs> oh, cracked helmet! Oh, yes! But not on him. <laughs> eat, eat my face! Boom! Oh, dang. Thumbs up. We did it. Uh, oh, nope. Oh, Weird no. tentacle thing. Give me your hand. I'll pull you up. I can't reach you. 
this is bad. Oh, she's so horrible. Oh. Oh dear. Nope, we don't have any more time. Close the lid. We're not going to let you go. Close it. Oh, jeez. If only we had some kind of ranged weapon we could shoot Banshira with. <laughs> yeah, if only we had lasers or something that could shoot all these tentacles. Twist! It's a twist! <laughs> He's like, you screwed me, so now we're all gonna go in here. What is that thing? Jeez. Oh, there's Eye Guy! Ugh. <laughs> Cool guys, where did you get this rope? <laughs> That's the rescue rope. Eric. The rescue rope, okay. Mm -hmm. I got it. It is equipped with all of their utility belts. <laughs> nice. Does it just come out of the belt buckle or, or what goes on? Yeah, basically. Okay. It's cool. Yeah. up in the middle. Yep. Ah, and then sealed for good in this creepy skull thing. And the sarcophagus with eye holes? Yep. We gotta get out of here. Let's go. So is this place gonna implode on itself or what's Oh, it, it's barfing rocks. <laughs> it's just disintegrating. Oh man. God I love helpless stuff. It was never here. It was never here. Oh, that's that's gonna be a big pile of death corpse sand. Yeah. Cool. It's New Mariner Bay Beach. <laughs> Ew. Oh. Hey, kids, you wanna come play in some sand made from the dead bodies of thousand demons and human bones? Cool. <laughs> Why are they giving them back? Uh, they didn't need to do that. They should have kept it. You just keep it. Sorry about the aqua base, Captain. Well, at least Queen Banshee demons are gone forever. Mariner Bay is safe again. Now and we the world? Have <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great to me. Yeah. Now I'll have a chance to get back to my surfing. And there's this extreme sports competition that I gotta start training for. Here you go, Cap. I bet we're all ready to return to normal life. I heard that. Ha! <laughs> uh, Joel, why aren't you wearing your jacket in solidarity? <laughs> He's going on a date, Eric. Oh, that's alright, that's alright. Dang, she's got a nice car. Hello, Miss Fairweather. <laughs> It's been a pleasure. Don't ever call me again. <laughs> <laughs> Sir. 
None of you ever call me again. (laughs) (laughs) What? Better go, Carter. Oh, that that was a lot of black smoke. That was a lot of smoke. They didn't notice that before? <laughs> but they don't have their morphers. What are they... How are they going to breathe? The They're fire? just going to rescue. They're just going to light speed rescue. They're not going to light speed. They're just going <laughs> to rescue. See, he says you forgot these. I like to imagine they arrive at the scene of the fire and attempt to morph and then realize, oh, wait. (laughs) I guess we can't light speed. We'll just have to rescue. (laughs) That was really nice. That was really good. Man, that was a good episode. That was a good finale. That was a good show. That was a good Power Rangers. No, it, it was it was nice. What? I liked it. So yeah, that was Power Rangers Lightspeed Rescue finale. I would actually put that in the top five Power Ranger uh, finales. I would put that in the number one. One. <laughs> <laughs> I give it give it a thumbs up on Netflix. I don't know what that's going to do to my recommendations. We'll find out later. Uh-huh. So it, it, it just recommends all super mega force <laughs> and ninja steel hey remember that whole season you didn't watch here it is <laughs> we, so we see that you watched orange is the new black you may like your <laughs> super mega force. oh gosh yeah that was that was a pretty good one i i quite enjoyed that it was that was a good one all right. Well, this has been a long episode. We're sorry. A I'm long sorry. episode of, of quality content. Oh, the monsters. So that whole Shadow World thing, uh, this is from Ranger Wiki, but they were able to point out all the different monster suits that were used. So Eye Guy, Hatchosaurus, Rhino Blaster, Oysterizer, the black hornless furry version of Robo Goat. Nicknamed Bobo Goat by the fans, so we're gonna have some more. Uh, that's some more Robo Goat trivia. I think it's the year of the Robo Goat, baby. <laughs> it is the year of the Robo Goat. The Craterite Conglomerate, Lunatic, Liz Wizard, uh, Psycho Blues Monster Form, and a whole bunch of others. You can go to Ranger Wiki and see all of that. But they even included some Beetleborgs monsters in there oh, as well. Cool, cool. And apparently a mostly obscure woman in Rita Repulse costume. <laughs> I liked it because aside from Eye Guy, which I was able to easily pick from that list, the monsters were still blink or you miss it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I like it because there was a whole crowd of them and it that was very creepy. Like when they're all like reaching yeah. up. So I think that was very well done. And half those suits were probably rotting anyway, so it added <laughs> to the whole effect, I guess. But yeah, Queen Banshira is just nasty. I don't yeah. like her. Yeah, that was... That was something. That was gross. Uh, so I hope everyone enjoys those nightmares for a couple nights. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we are releasing this on Thanksgiving weekend. And I just wanted to give thanks to all of our listeners for some pretty good times. And I really appreciate when everyone votes on these polls. We always get these really great turnouts and uh, for the listener's choice. And we really only have a handful of seasons left to do for our commentaries. Like I said, I, I wanted to... At least by the time the 25th anniversary was over, we'd do a commentary from at least one of every season. But that means we'll have to do a commentary on, on Ninja Steel at some point. So I'm going to treat the Neo Saban season super and regular as one. So we yeah. don't have to watch yeah, like eight of I these think we things. All, that's like the unwritten rule. Technically, we've already done Super Mega Force slash Mega Force yeah, because of Legendary Battle. Ribbed the Legendary Battle. <laughs> Te- technically. I think we should save one of the episodes for our next themed commentary. Should yes. I announce that one? Go ahead. Our secret themed commentary episode. Secret Ranger fans secret commentary episode. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so go for se- it. Secret Ranger fans secret commentary episode. I came up with the fabulous idea to do a episode that is basically just commentaries of various episodes from Power Ranger seasons, but all of those episodes have extreme amounts of subtext in them. Extreme amounts of, like, unignorable subtext of (laughs) various kinds. If you guys have any suggestions from any seasons, send them my way. You do not need to send me the Astronaut episode. I feel like that's just a given. That's on the list. That's just a given, okay? Any other suggestions, send them my way. I'll sort through them. I know a really good one from uh, Turbo. So, Secret Ranger fans, secret commentary Commentary. of subtext. (laughs) And and that will be a commentary. It's basically alliteration. Yes, it is. It's very good. Secret Ranger fans, secret subtext commentary. commentary. (laughs) No. (laughs) You can't make up a word. I'll get a thesaurus and look up an an S word for commentary. (laughs) And then we'll we'll do that. Schwarmentary. <laughs> Schwarmentary. And we just shawarma. watch while eating shawarma. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. It, it, I think it's late. <laughs> it's late and we're going cuckoo. <laughs> so, Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. If you have questions, you can email us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com. Or check us out at rangercommand.com. We hope everyone has a very great Thanksgiving weekend if you celebrate here in the States. Otherwise, if you're listening in another country, just have a really good weekend. Yes. (laughs) Do do that. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Excelsior, RAP Stanley, thank you for making Super Sentai happen in a a weird way. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. But yeah, that's a good point, too. Yeah, yeah. It's all all Power Rangers. It's all connected. Yep. Everything's Power Rangers. Bye, everybody. Bye. Everything is Power Rangers. Everything is cool when you watch <laughs> the kids. I don't know. <laughs> I think we should sleep now. <laughs> You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphing Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at RangerCommandPH and like us on Facebook.com slash RangerCommandPowerHour. 
This is Trucky B47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour, and you are listening to the Four Eyed Radio Network. Ranger Command is now on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more. Thanks 